This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. As we continue to sensitize ourselves in this season of soul winning, this is what the Lord had laid on my heart to share. Genesis 37. We will read the first 11 verses, verses 1 to 11. Genesis 37, verses 1 to 11. And Jacob dwelled in the land wherein his father was a stranger, in the land of Canaan. These are the generations of Jacob, Joseph. Being 17 years old, was feeding the flock with his brethren, and the lad was with the sons of Bilhah and with the sons of Zilpah, his father's wives. And Joseph brought unto his father their evil report. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children, because he was the son of his old age, and he made him a coat of many colors. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him and could not speak peaceably unto him. And Joseph dreamed a dream, and he told it his brethren, and they hated him yet the more. And he said unto them, Here I pray you, this dream which I have dreamed. For behold, we were binding sheaves in the field, and lo, my sheaf arose, and also stood upright, and behold, your sheaves stood round about and made obeisance to my sheaf. And his brethren said to him, Shall thou indeed reign over us? Or shall thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his words. And he dreamt yet another dream and told it his brethren and said, Behold, I have dreamt a dream more. And behold, the sun and the moon and the eleven stars made obeisance to, to me. And he told it to his father and to his brethren. And his father rebuked him and said unto him, What is this dream that thou hast dreamt? Shall I and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come to bow down ourselves to thee, to the earth? And his brethren envied him, but his father observed the same. Praise God. The corresponding text to this that we have read is Ecclesiastes 3 verse 1. Ecclesiastes 3 verse 1. He said, to everything there is a season. And a time to every purpose under the heaven. To everything, there is a season. The best any child of God can do for himself is to always find out what season it is for him and for the church. 
if a man knows what God is saying and aligns himself with what God is saying and doing, life's become a pleasure. In Luke 19:44, in particular, verse 44 in particular, Jesus said to the Jews, He said, If only you have known the day of your visitation. If only you have known what season you are in, it would have been well for you. But now, it's been hid from your eyes. Therefore, the following things will happen. You'll be destroyed. Your land will lay desolate, and so on and so forth. It has pleased the Lord to lay upon the hands of the leadership here that this season we are in is the season of soul winning. Anyone that corresponds accordingly. I like the way pastor took us in this morning's prayer. Your harvest will not fail. Oh, only seven people said the amen. If you Become part of a season. Whatever benefit that season carries, you will carry your portion. To everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose. So I'm speaking this morning briefly, as Pastor had said. Or rather, I have captioned times and seasons. Times and seasons. Times and seasons. And I like to use the story of Joseph to illustrate times and as a matter of fact, this will be part one. Times and seasons, part one. But amazingly, and unbelievably, as you read Genesis 37, there are four things that struck me there that I've been praying about. That these four things will happen in my life. That happened to Joseph. But this morning, we are not going to look at the four things because of time. Let me just quickly mention two by way of prayer by way of prophecy, and by way of a decree. Verse 2. said, these, now these are the generations of Jacob. Joseph, being 17 years old. These are the generations of Jacob. Another version says, this is the family line of Jacob. And it started by mentioning the name Joseph. And my little knowledge of the Bible, I know that Jacob had 12 sons. Am I correct? Church, you're not talking to me. Jacob had 12 sons. Now, pastor, if somebody is going to talk about the family line of a man, you start from the first son. Am I correct? 
But hear God speaking here. Now these are the generations of Jacob. Number one mentioned Joseph. Lord, what happened to Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Isaac, Azebul, and Dan? What happened to the first ten? God bypassed the first ten and picked number eleven to becoming number one. I decree upon someone here this morning, as we continue in this season of soul winning, the grace and the anointing of Joseph is coming upon someone in this service in the name of Jesus. What is this grace of Joseph? What is the anointing of Joseph? I got glad I heard pastor say Wednesday will be anointing service. I wish I would be around to receive my own oil too. The anointing of Joseph is that anointing that takes people from behind and make them overtake those who have gone ahead. So I am looking at someone here. Whether you believe it or not, the world is coming. Even before the end of this year, God will make sure that you will overtake some people who have gone ahead of you in the name of Jesus. These are the generations of Jacob and God mentioned Joseph first. Interestingly, Joseph was the 11th son. And I am glad that this word is coming the last day of the 11th month. That is why I have this double assurance that for someone you may have started this year slow. How many of you know that in life generally there are people we call slow starters. Whatever they do, they do small small. They do it slow. But somewhere along the line when they enter into their space you will look for them and you can't find them anymore. I decree this morning in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, it doesn't matter where life has placed you. You are coming from wherever you have been and God will take you ahead of them in the name of Jesus. The anointing of Joseph is the anointing to overtake. The anointing to come from behind. How many of you know the name of the fastest runner on planet Earth today? 100 meters. We send Bolt. If you watch, you send Bolt's training. Not the actual event. When he's training, I've had the opportunity of watching his training. And you will see it in real races. You send Bolt is not a quick and fast starter. Am I correct? The first 30 meters in the 100 meters, he will not be among the first three. But somewhere between 60 and 100, you will see somebody coming from behind. And all those who have gone ahead of him, one after the other, you say, go behind me. Go behind me. Lift up your right hand. I prophesy. It doesn't matter who and who had gone ahead of you. Maybe in your family, maybe in the office where you work, they are anointing to ask them to go behind. Receive it now in the name of Jesus. 
Judah had two boys, twins, Perez and Zerez. The day they were to be born, the Bible said, when the mother was getting ready to give birth, and I guess the midwives are saying, all right, madam, uh, we can see that, uh, okay, uh, we can see. Suddenly, the Bible said, one of the boys, one of the twins brought out his hand. Pastor, that is 419. If a woman wants to give birth to a baby, what part of the body should come out first? The head. Why is this one bringing out his hand? The one that is inside was supposed to be the first. But this guy was saying, Uncle, I will not let you become number one. I will go ahead of you. And he brought out his hand, not the head. But while the mirror said, Ah, they tied his hand with red cloth, say, Ah, this one came first. The one inside said is a lie. He pulled him back. And then suddenly he came out. And the midwife said, Abba, how did you break forth like this? In that name that is above every other name. Whatever had tried to shield you back. Whatever had tried to take your place. You will break forth in the name of Jesus. Whatever is trying to take your place. In this season of soul winning, as you align yourself with this season to win souls for God, that which is meant for you, another man will not take your office. In the name of Jesus. Somebody say, I will overtake. You are not helping me. Say, I will overtake. Okay, look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm glad that you are sitting close to me. But if you don't smile to me, I can assure you, in this life, I will overtake you. Mm, but if you are sitting close to your spouse, uh-huh, I don't know. Praise God. Praise God. From number 11, he told number 10, give me chance. That one said, you are not going nowhere. He said, there is an anointing on my head to overtake you. Before that one was said, Jack Robinson, he has overtaken him until he became number one. Let me say this to someone here this morning. How God will work it out, I don't know. But it will happen. The family where you came from, Seven, six, five may have gone ahead of you by the reason of this service, by the reason of this word you are hearing. It will not take heaven so long. You will become number one. I say you will become number one in the name of Jesus. The second thing I saw that interests me is that the Bible said, the father loved him more than his brethren. And because the father loved him more than his brethren, he showed him a coat of many colors. Verse 4. And when his brother saw that their father loved him more than all of them, they hated him. 
they hated him. It doesn't matter what you do to a soul winner, he will keep going ahead. They hated him. That was the first level of hatred. Woke up in verse 5 and said, Uncle, I had a dream last night. And they said, What is the dream? And he told them the dream, and they understood. Say, Are you saying that you will rule over us? You will have dominion over us? The Bible said, When they had the kind of dream he had, they hated him yet the more. That's hatred platform two. Hatred number three. He told them, a time is coming. Not only will you just bow. These are my words. Verse 8, Bible said, and they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his words. Number three. Can I ask you, hatred number one and hatred number two, which is bigger? Talk to me now, please. Hatred number two, why? The more. They hated him, the more. Hatred number three, as compared to hatred number three, which is bigger? Hatred number three. They hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his words. But the next verse, verse nine, the Bible said, he woke up and said, I have dreamt yet another dream more. Let me hear 50 of you shout more. Oh God. Throne room, I can't hear you. Shout that word more. They hated him for his dreams. Hatred two. Hatred three. Hated him for his dreams and for his words. And the reason why they are hating him, the boy, they dream more. How many of you know or you have experienced it that God's favor upon your life can make some people hate you? It's so petty that some people can just hate you because of your suit. Just a new head tie. Petty little things like clothes, shoes, Little, little favor. They just, they can't stand you. You share testimony here. Say, no issue. Is he the only one? Pastor will say, let's clap for God for this. And something like that. Hear me. Whatever gift God has given to you, whatever favor you have enjoyed in God and from God, for which people hate you, Hear ye the word of the Lord. God will give you more. It appears to me that I should focus on this side because the amen is coming from this angle. Joseph is that man. The gift God has given to him. If you hate him because of that thing... God gives him more. God amplifies it. You bought a car and somebody wants to die. Seven cars on the way coming. 
you got one unexpected promotion in the office and some people are writing petition seven more promotions are coming i want to hear 25 of you with a loud voice shout more all of you that will qualify for more after this season of evangelism and soul winning let me hear you holler more Pastor, there are people in life, I have met several of them, no matter what you do to bring them, the more you try to bring them, the more they are going higher. Exodus 1 verse 12, for the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew. I decree this morning, I prophesy this morning, after this service, as you are responding with a proper amen, after this service, every favor God gives to you, every gift God gives to you, for which man will hate you, God will increase it. God will amplify it. He will give you more. More testimonies. More favors. More open doors. More breakthroughs. More celebrations. More jubilations. Somebody help me shout more. If you believe God will do more for you in December 2014, walk up to 15 people. Give them high five and tell them more, 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 more favors. More breakthroughs. More Hunde. God will do more. I don't care what they say behind me. I don't care what they do behind me. God will do more. More for me. In my latter days in the year. Than he did for me. At the beginning of the year. More. 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 Hey. Mm. How many of you qualify for more? Are you sure? I said, are you sure? By the mandate of God upon my life, I decree over someone after this Sunday service, the next time people come together, in trying to bring you down as they conclude their plans God will use you to lift you up to everything there is a season pastor do you know that in some parts of Abuja from next week you begin to hear certain kind of songs certain kind of trees announcing to you that we are about a season. Did I start it already? Your own to have started already. Come and take a high five, sir. Because I'm not supposed to preach for a long time. Let me just wrap it up. To everything, there is a season. And the Lord asked me because three years ago, no, four years ago, I was in a fixed kind of, and we were praying, December 28 or 29, Lord, 
Is this how we are going to end this year? Preparing for the new year. And suddenly one midnight, the Lord said, Son, go and read Ecclesiastes 3 verse 1. I read it. I said, no description. I've preached over here and over and over. He said, read it again. I read three times. And suddenly the Lord said, what is a thing? Oh. Then it dawned on me what God was saying. He said, what is a thing? And the layman definition I remember, I said, Lord, a thing is an inanimate object. And the Lord said, son, if I, the almighty, in all my almightiness, can find space and time and create seasons for things that cannot see, cannot talk, cannot walk, cannot reason. Say, don't you know that you are you worth more than a thing? You are a person. Not only are you just a person, you carry my ark. If I have made a season for a thing, who told you that there is no season for your life? Who told you there is no season for your ministry? He said, the year that is coming, I will expose you to ministerial excellence. And the following year, sir, we saw a few things in the ministry to the glory of God. He said, son, this is a thing. Am I correct? Can he talk? He can't talk. He's a thing. I bet you the highest you can use his anchor is one week or three days with your kind of person. The season will pass away. Sir, this beautiful coat, a time is coming. If you wear it, you want to go as a madam will hold you, sir. Take or beg you. It don't do. Why? The season would have passed. This mind is a thing. Can talk. Mango is a thing. Odara. You call it Agdaluma, right? Is a thing. I bet you, sir. Do you like mango? I bet you after service today, if you're going home and suddenly appetite for mango just comes on you and you want to lick mango by all means, go around Abuja Market. Will you find? Why? It is not the season. When a man is not in his season, he will look to other people like a fool. You will look as if you didn't go to school. You will look as if you are, you are the black axe at home. You are, everything will just be going bad, but give up at that time. Another season is coming. Ah! I don't know who I am making this declaration for, but the Lord sent me here to make this announcement over someone. He said your dry season is over. As you cooperate with the season of soul winning, the Lord said, I should tell you, your reign is coming. Your reign is coming. Your reign is coming. Your reign is coming. Your dry season is giving way. Your season of insult is giving way. 
Somebody shouts hallelujah. When a man knows the seasons of God and keys into it, like we are having the season of soul winning here, Jesus was hungry. Mark 11, 12 to 14. And the Bible said he saw a fig tree afar off, having leaves. And he said, perhaps I will find fruit on that tree. Go to the tree and there was no fruit. And Jesus cursed the tree. Uh, but verse 13 said, that tree couldn't bear because it was not the season of figs to produce. So my question to Jesus is, Lord, you know all things. If you know that it is not the season for this tree to produce, why are you going to expect fruit from it? Why are you cursing the tree? But at the closer look, I saw that the Bible didn't just say, and Jesus cursed it. Say, and Jesus answered. The tree said something to him, so he answered. That's why a different day. When it is not your season, sir, you can't produce. Fast, pray, somersault, do gymnastics. It is not your season, it is not your season. But in this house, I have a breaking news for someone. You have been in a dry season for a long time. In fact, you've been living on your reserve for a long time. But the Lord asked me to tell you, you will not end this year in that season. This season will turn for you. It has turned for you. The man of God said, I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. Your rain is coming. Your rain is coming. Let me close. Because of uh, other things that we need to do. Daniel 2.21 Daniel 2.21 He said he changes the times and seasons. And he changes the times and seasons. He removes kings and raises up kings. Let me leave the rest. My concern is and he changes times and seasons. Sir, in the first place who has put in place times and seasons? God. Who has the capacity to change it? God. In other words, if God originally intended for you to continue for another five years of famine, he can look down on you and say, hey, don't do. I can't wait for another five years for that, my son. If I wait for another five years, he may put his hand into something that I won't like. So what will take five years? I will change it in five days. And there is no senate committee that can call into question. He said, I am God. And there is none besides me. I am God. And I do what I please. Nobody can query me. 
If there is anyone listening to me who had been in a season of tears, in a season of tears, season of insult, I prophesy to you, he who can change times and seasons, he will spot you out this morning in the name of Jesus. Finally, it takes a word. Like you said, believe in the Lord your God and will be established. Believe his prophets and you shall prosper. Elijah met this widow of Zarephath and said, Madam, give me water to drink. He said, I will give you, sir. Water is not a problem. As she was going to get the water, he said, food first. And the man of God said, the woman said, sorry, sir. What I want to prepare now is the last meal at home for me and my son who will eat and die. The man of God said, if you do what I am asking you, there is a word I have on the inside. I will speak it over your life and your season will change. There will be famine all over you. All around you rather. But you, your son, you will not experience that season. And she gave him the food. And he said to her, as the Lord lives, the cruise of oil shall never fail. That word alone changed her season. You have spoken so much this morning while taking us through the prayers. But I'd like to say to seven people right now, by your commitment to soul winning, every time the church wants to go out on outreach, you are always there, supporting, reaching out. Before the 29th of December this year, God will put a smile on your face. Preach the word. Paul telling Timothy. Second Timothy 4. He said, preach the word. Be instant in season. And out of season. In other words, Timothy, look, this ministry you'll be experiencing in and out. In season, everything works. Out season, nothing works. So when you are in your out season, don't give up. Resign. Don't train it. Don't kill yourself. Don't commit suicide. Because the in season is coming back. If you have a mango tree at home, sir, and you are so hungry for mango and you can't get mango, you get to the house and say, um, let me look for mangoes. I can't find any. And he said, out of fruit. Say, Get me the cutlass. Let me cut down this tree. If that tree can talk, what do you think it will say to you, sir? Ah, please don't cut me down yet. It is not yet my season. Come back in another three months' time. Can I ask 55 of you to help me announce to 10 people and say, please don't cut me down yet? Just help me announce to 10 people, don't cut me down yet. Just because I am not producing now does not mean I will not produce. Don't cut me down yet. I will still produce. 
just give me a little more time come back to this tree come back to me again in another two three weeks time you will see that something would have turned something would have happened because seasons can be changed seasons can turn when the season of soul winning as you align yourself with it I see God giving you your late harvest shall we rise we believe you have been blessed by this message to download this message please visit our podcast at the throne room on your handheld device or computer for any inquiries call 08087-000004 or visit the life center at number 20 colorado close off Dame street maitama abuja you can also visit our website www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Highly favored.